Mandalorian. This isn't a Christmas one. This is coming one. out after the holidays. Oh. Yeah. Wait a fuck Should it up. Mandalorian. <laughs> That's more right. Forgot. <laughs> Closer. Make believe. Money. Make believe. Money. Three fine folks discuss fictional I'm Dan. Dan, what are we talking about today? Well, the Mandalorian, which will probably be evident because we recorded 30 seconds of cold open and the word Mandalorian was in it. <laughs> I you also have that to, was perfect. You also have to look at the title to start the episode. So well, like, you're not wrong. I guess yeah. it is. Oh, I just really have someone play all my podcasts for me from another room. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Albert, press the button. Howard, I would like a podcast. Absolutely, sir. <laughs> I can't be bothered to decide which one. Oh, all right. <laughs> Here you go. And he just plays another Bad Mark choice. <laughs> this is this is make-believe money. I hate you know how sh- I despise them. <laughs> them and their petty ideas. So, the Mandalorian. I want to say this right now. Go on. This is going to have incredibly minor, arguably null uh, spoilers. Good. I'm just going to say it now because we rarely record on something quite as, like, I mean, fresh. this is... This is unraveling still. Right. Like and I think when this comes out, it'll either just, just ended or there will be maybe one more left. I think it'll be done. Because there's do only one on Watchmen then. There's only three more um, from when we're recording it. Yeah. Because I think there's only eight and I think five are out right now. So there's only three more weeks and the next one will come out. So yeah. But it'll have just finished basically. Cool. You're okay. welcome. We're hip. We're hip and cool. But anyway, so. I wanted to say that before people like turn it off. For worry of no like, I'll get there. In the um, episode description, cool. And there shouldn't be any spoilers because, uh, spoiler on ratings, Liz ain't seen this. <laughs> also, this is a western, so like, it's a western. Yeah, if you watch the show, base western. It, yeah. it's formatted like a western okay. in that, like, there so far at least is only the vaguest hint of a plot that connects like episodes together. Oh, it is like if you think of uh, bond, like. High noon or anything where like they just walk it like every episode like walk into town like help them Bidding. defeat the bandits and then like walk Shoot. out of town again sort of thing like Shoot. that is what this is. Okay, someone's gonna have to explain to me what Baby Yoda's deal is. Sure. Is it literally Baby no. Yoda? No. no, no. This is does not take place in this like. We're not gonna tell you anymore, otherwise I have to take back my whole no spoiler thing. Wait, that's a spoiler to tell you about what Baby Yoda's deal is. I mean, it's probably the only thing you could really spoil, I suppose. But it's not really, because again, you don't. It's the whole thing. I guess I'll have to watch it. Watch Get it. Disney it's great. Plus. <laughs> I'm quite enjoying it. I'll give you my password. We have Disney Plus. We have it. Oh, okay. I was so. homesick. Not you. He was homesick, but... and he hoarded the password for like a month. <laughs> That's you not cool. Asked. I yeah, and I did. You in constantly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway. Damon had Disney Plus for a month before the rest of me had it. <laughs> um, uh, so my rating is a zero. I guess it's maybe a half because I know what it looks like from you know, pictures Star of Wars. Baby Yoda. And I do know Star Wars, things about Star Wars. Yeah. I don't know where this, like, is the setting, like the time setting where this is and the, like, timeline of the movies and stuff a spoiler? 
don't no, think so. No, I don't so. think so. Okay. It is post-fall of the Empire oh. before A New Hope. Oh, so it's not really Baby Yoda. No. Because he's old. No, the problem is, is that Yoda's species doesn't have a name. Mm-hmm. Oh. So whenever any of... That species. A, uh... What do they call them? They call them tridactyls sometimes. No. That's like Excuse a fan name me? for them. Tridactyls. Because they all have three fingers. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's like a fan made name, but the like, species name is Nothing. Yoda species, I yeah. believe. We've oh. only ever seen three of them now in all of the Star Wars canon. Is there a Lady Yoda? Yes. Mm-hmm. Is she in like the new trilogy? The no. the original three? No, no she, she was, was in, in the prequels. The prequels. That's what I mean. Yeah. That's she I mean. is one of the Jedi you see wandering around in the There's prequels. so many movies. <laughs> I meant the like uh the crappy ones with Hayden Christensen. Yeah. 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 The original ones. Yeah. Did you see? If I had and a then the saber, <laughs> you would be a smoldering corpse. Yeah. Damon. No, there was the original trilogy, then there was the 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 Blu-ray remaster, and then uh, the new ones. Are we Mark just gonna Hamill. let it go that he said Blu-ray remaster? No, I'm not I gonna talk to him anymore. <laughs> was gonna fix it in post. <laughs> just Damon shouting Ray. <laughs> Um, she's, in the, she's in the newest ones. Right. Mark Hamill posted a thing recently that was like some meme that was like, did you know that like before uh, Mark Hamill starred in A New Hope, he had never seen a Star Wars movie? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh man, no way. There was a, a Reddit post the other day of like, hey, who knows famous people or whatever. And there was a story of like, uh, oh yeah, my mom went out with this guy named Mark Hamill and like, he, she was asking me, he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to get into movies. And she's like, anything I've seen? He's like, well, no, but I just did, like, a movie that I think might have a chance at being pretty good. And then, like, they broke up and, like, three months later womp, she womp. went and saw Star Wars and was like, holy shit. <laughs> womp, womp, womp. <laughs> I mean, he seems like he'd be nice. Yeah, I think so. He's a joker and that's always cool. I mean, it's kind of cool. Some people who are say, the joker are not yeah, cool. There's a community of jokers that is not my favorite yeah, community no. on the internet, but I think at this point he's the only joker that I'm jazzed to talk to anybody about, honestly. That's like fair. Uh, Heath Ledger. Uh that's all tainted by by the by internet. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I just yeah. I, just because Heath Ledger doesn't mean I don't enjoy the performance. Sure, sure. Yeah, like, he did a great job, and just because he probably didn't seem like a shitty person doesn't mean his character has not inspired some dark and uh on unhappy parts of the internet, we'll put yeah. it that way. That's not a bad point. Yeah. Even the Cesar Romero one is... It's weird when you put face paint over yeah. a mustache. <laughs> <laughs> gives me, gives me the skivvies. I don't want to talk like to anybody it. about that. It makes me That's feel wrong gross. for a whole lot of reasons, yeah. but it is still very wrong. It feels like it would be heavy. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, I know that they didn't have a shower on set. Like... Uh, so like, yeah. Did he just like get on the bus home with that? You think, or yeah. like drive? He probably had like a makeup wipe of some kind. Yeah, a makeup wipe, but, but like you're not clean until yeah, you get out of the shower. That's not enough. Yeah. Oh, weird. So anyway, so the Mandalorian. Mandalorian. <laughs> so you're a zero. I'm a zero. Well, we you decided what a half. Uh, I think I'm a half because I know Star Wars things. And I've seen pictures of Baby Yoda. And also you can buy a Funko Pop of Baby Yoda, and it's the least scary Funko Pop that's ever existed. Isn't that just a regular Funko Pop of Yoda, though? Because, like, Baby Yoda is just a Funko Pop version of, of Yoda. Yoda. Kind of. Like, basically just Yoda with slightly bigger eyes and, like, a popped collar. Yeah, yeah. I think that Pretty they were like, it. oh, man, guys, 
this is our chance. We could just break out that Yoda one again. <laughs> the one we ordered 50,000 too many of uh, exactly. when we first made them. And I will say, the scariest Funko Pop that I have ever seen was in Target the other day. It's a three-foot-tall Olaf the Snowman oh my Funko God. Pop. I have to Google that because oh, that has to be horrifying. Oh, it's so scary. Its eyes are deep and black and terrible. <laughs> knows the secrets oh, of worlds. No. No, 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 I'm going to no, spare no, no, everyone no, listening no, to this no, podcast no, no, and I no, won't link to no, it. No. My and thing is, why is it three feet tall? Like, I don't know, it's so big. <laughs> it's like, looking at this, it's not great, but if it was the size of my hand, it wouldn't freak me out. Sure, but, but it's like, big enough to take this, you down at the ankles. Yeah, this, like, at my knees. Nope, and I'm six feet tall, so it's actually, like, at my hip. Oh, it's maybe not three feet tall. Okay, either way, no, no, no. It's at least a foot tall. No, 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 no. It looks like a fake toy that no, you no, would no, make no. up for a movie where you have to animate evil toys. Exactly. Like, yeah. Where, like, you can imagine it frowning. Yeah. Uh, so I watched the first three episodes when I was homesick one day. Uh-huh, he's um, keep saying that it was because he was homesick. It's mm-hmm. just because he's mad that I'm mad that he didn't watch it with me. You, I'm not going to get into it. See? Um, <laughs> three hours later. So I would say, in addition to my general Star Wars knowledge, I would give myself maybe a four. Okay. I would say. But how many episodes are out now? Five. There's eight total, and you said there's five out five now. Five out now? Yeah. Okay. And we haven't said what when it is in time, so no one can correct me. But there are five. Yeah. <laughs> I know you could say anything. <laughs> there's 12 out. Uh, what? I know because I'm going to give myself probably like an eight and a half. I feel like that's fair for you. I've seen all of them that are out, all of them but the most recent one twice, because I am who I am. <laughs> and like my Star Wars knowledge is pretty darn deep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that feels it's again. This is a hard one for me because this is a deep fucking well. Um, yeah, and there's always going to be someone out there like, who's like the exponentially higher. Yeah, the person yeah. at the peak. We've talked about this with ratings before, but the person who is a ten doesn't I am, do anything else. I am way else. further away from the person who's a ten than I am the person who's a one. If also, that makes sense, like yeah. the numbers are closer, but that gap is a chasm and a half. Yeah, like, man. And Mark Hamill's not a 10. No, absolutely not. Frank Oz isn't a 10. I'm pretty sure Lisa, what's her name, who like... Kudrow? No, <laughs> the lady who works for Lucasfilm who like makes all the movies. Like Lisa, what's her name? Yeah, she's like the executive producer on all the Disney Lucasfilm stuff. Oh. Like She's, as far as I know, like the the person who like says yes to anything that goes into into Star Wars anymore. She might be the only 10. At this point, I would say. Yeah, maybe. But even then... Just like, when you consider, like, the, the lapse canon stuff. Yeah, that's fair. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. I'm about to say, but you have to wonder, like, how much... Yes, lapse canon, I agree, but how much of, like, the pre-now-non-canon stuff did she approve on premise that, like, didn't actually consume, you know what I mean? That's fair. Right. But anyway. Um, so, so if this is spoiler-free, uh, I would guess we can play, we can peg the plot at... The series follows a Mandalorian who... Which I imagine is a small orange. Correct. Great. I mean, we don't know what they look like without their without their helmets on. Oh, they always wear helmets? Yeah. Yeah. This are they like uh, This Boba, is the way, Liz. Are they yeah. Boba Fett's? I know two of them... Actually, Boba Fett is a Mandalorian helmet. Um, whether he's a Mandalorian or just wears Mandalorian armor, I won't get into right now. But oh, the point okay. is, that helmet structure 
is Mandalorian. Yes. Okay. Is it controversial to call Jango Fett a Mandalorian? Uh, no, I don't. I would have to go back and do some reading. Okay. You're gonna have to Long really get sure. Jango Unchained up in here. Um, not bad. Let's. I think it was but, okay. <laughs> yes. Um. Uh. But that is typical Mandalorian armor, or the, at least yeah. the helmet. Structure. So is Mandaloria a planet? Yes. It was. Okay. It was. Yeah. Did it get Death Starred? Uh, no. No, but it gets like purged. So there's like a lot of. So hist- one night a year, crime is. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> there's a lot of history about the Mandalorians and like pre, like in the old Republic, they like tried to take over the universe, and there was a big uh, Mandalorian Jedi war and a bunch of things. Long story short, is they were a late. very warlike people um, that were eventually, basically. Their capacity to make war was taken away from them. We'll put it that way. Oh. They all got they all got castrated. <laughs> Listen, <No. laughs> women can still fight wars, Liz. Women can still be castrated. <laughs> You're also, that's also correct. Um so this fo- this follows the titular Mandalorian. <laughs> um well, as not, he goes. not after the not after the castration. No. Um <laughs> As he goes around uh, doing space shit and yeah. space shit, so basically after the like world was broken up, he's just become like a bounty hunter, basically. Oh, okay. Yeah. And by basically, I mean he's become a bounty hunter. There's no basically. There's no basically. I mean, yeah. basically, so he is. That. Again, it's textually he's become a, a bounty hunter. A bounty hunter. <laughs> yeah. People and again, call him that. It's basically like I said, it's a cowboy movie. Sure. Is a, it a western? I should say not a cowboy movie. So you're like just following him roaming around the galaxy, and it's more of like a. In this one, I you know. A village is in plight. What do I do? And this one, like, I'm out of fuel in a bad neighborhood. What do I do? Like, they're just all, like, different. So, does brand. it? I'm making these up. Because sure. Because no spoilers. 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 No spoilers. No spoilers. No spiders. Um, is this kind of like Firefly? Like a Star Wars Firefly? It's more subdued than Firefly. Mm-hmm. Oh. In it's fact, like, to call it a Star Wars Firefly is not uncharitable. It's just, like, it... Don't confuse that on tone. Yeah, the tone is very different. Just because Firefly a has a much serious... more lively tone. It's not like it doesn't take itself too seriously. It's just he's like just, he's it's, quiet. It's quiet because it's like it's a guy. Okay. And he don't have many friends. Uh, is Baby Yoda his friend? Again, Liz, is that a spoiler? <laughs> I don't know what spoilers are. <laughs> if it watched any of this, well, stop asking about uh, plot points. Am and... I really just not allowed to know anything about Baby Yoda? Never. <laughs> Okay, fine. Uh, he seems adorable. He, it, he I is. will give you this. Very adorable. Yeah, real cute. Yeah. Little bald head guy. Mm-hmm. Very adorable. Holding stuff with his little little hands. Did I show you my picture of my daughter's baby Yoda? Oh, man, please show me we that. We will do that after this episode. Okay. <laughs> Incredibly cute. Um, yeah, so it, it, just don't confuse it on tone. Like, it is a space western, so it's not incorrect to call it. Like Firefly, sure, but Space in Western. being about, do you think it'd be more like Cowboy Bebop? Uh, it's, I would say, it's more joyful than Cowboy Bebop. Oh, like Cowboy Bebop is real sad. Yeah, <laughs> um, so it's it straddles that line. It's, though. Think, think, it's the difference. I think is it's more lone gunman than okay, yeah. like, than like team of people, of people. right? Yeah. So there's a lot more of just like except to Baby Yoda. Well, right, who is the team leader? You're also just like. <laughs> There's Just give me something. <laughs> Please, I'm dying Does he here. ever talk, Baby Yoda? 
As of yet, no. No? Not Does that he I've like seen. meep or anything? He coos and it's incredibly he adorable. Coos? Uh-huh. Oh. It's Liz, it's it's stupid cute. Oh. Yeah. Go watch it. Okay, I thanks. Thanks. Um I still love you. <laughs> I'm glad. Uh yeah, so it, it's right there in the middle, and I think it's mostly it does just come from like he's very isolated, and, and like he doesn't it's talk you much putting himself. your emotions on yes. him a lot. I think. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He is. He is almost. Um. Oh, what's the word you always use for shadow? Um. Um. Blanche. <laughs> from American Gods. Yeah. He's an like, empty vessel. An, an empty vessel. Yeah, but that's or not you've used an um, audience analog. Um. What do I call him? A blank slate. Tabula Rasa? No. Because, like, this guy definitely has a story. It's just, like... But he's, like, kind of not... Well, because he wears a mask, too, there's a lot of, like, somebody says something offensive, and he just turns his head and looks at him, for example. So, like, is he offended? Does he not care? Is he he shocked? Yeah, Yeah. you just, like, you don't know until he then takes action at some point, and at some case it might be kill that guy, and in other cases it might just be, like walk out of the bar, right? And like, sure. so again, you're kind of, you're not, and I like it this way, you are not spoon-fed uh, a lot of emotion or reason or whatever. You get to watch and judge. Okay. But you aren't given like the, sometimes you're given a flashback that's like, oh, man, he overreacted. And then you get a flashback, like, okay, he hates this because of that. But like. But not too much. Yeah, and there's yeah. not a lot of like, him going to then talk to someone about like how this bothered him and he feels like he needs to take action, right? Okay. Um, do we know who plays the Mandalorian? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Who's the guy? Anybody we know? Uh, yes, I forget his name. I will, uh, I he do was know his name, but I um, pronounce it. Right. Martel in Game of Thrones. Oh. Pedro Pascal. Yes. Yeah. I knew it was Pedro, and I never get his last name right. In That's the first shot. not the guy who was in Hill House. No. No, this guy was on Narcos for a long time. <laughs> I can't think of that show without thinking of the um, <laughs> the bad lip reading uh, from the trailer of that show. He's like, who are you? I'm your son. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> but Carl Weathers is in it for a bit. Oh, Werner sick. Herzog is in it for a bit. What? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, isn't Nick Nolte a pig man in this? Yeah, that's not a spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> is that a spoiler? It's no. not a spoiler. Like... He's in the first episode. That's, yeah, so. yeah. Was that supposed to be no, spoiled? No, it's not. Spoiled. No, the it's internet really not. likes to tell me things, yeah. and without context, and honestly, I don't know. Like you just him being a character, and it does not spoil any plot. Because oh, okay. There's a character there. Good for yeah. you. Okay. And in Star Wars, there's a good chance that any character is going to be a Pikmin. So. Yeah, there's about a fifty percent chance at any time. <laughs> you just all you you know what? I've seen a lot of internet about the show, so if I stumble accidentally onto a spoiler, just point it out, and I'll edit it out later. <laughs> okay, deal. <laughs> um. But, so, what the heck are... Oh, wait. Ratings? We, we just, just did You did, you said did there's the numbers. Thing. Cool. The plot, we did it. Great. Moving right along. What are we talking about? Yes. <laughs> How can we be moneying? Yes. So, uh, we are actually going to tie together two Star Wars things. Whoa. Cool. To talk about uh, inflation in the Empire. Huh. So, here's the relevant data points we need to know. So in A New Hope, uh, the first of the Star Wars movies. Um, and also the fourth. <laughs> let's not get into it. We all understand what I'm talking about. 
Uh, Han asks for 10,000 credits to take them to Alderaan, uh, right? And then Luke exclaims, like, very in protest, that that would be almost enough to buy them their own ship. Cool. Okay. Okay, so that's all you need to know. 10,000 credits, Imperial credits, presumably. Almost enough to buy a car. <laughs> almost enough to buy a car, exactly. That's the analogy we're going to use, basically. Okay. 30 years later, approximately, we're in the Mandalorian universe. And he gets offered 5,000 credits to do a job. That's not a spoiler. I'm just going to say he gets offered that. Okay. And he says that's barely enough to buy fuel from here to there nowadays. Man, you could not buy a car for that. So that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about, like, gas inflation and stuff? Well, we're going to talk about the fact that the Imperial credit is not worth what the Imperial credit say, used to be. This sure. is what happens to your currency when your country goes away. Yeah, exactly. Oh, like, good, good point. And that's what happens with your giant space Nazis. Yeah. So, There's a lot of roads to get there, and one of them is you being a, <laughs> a bunch of space, space Nazis. Nazis. Whose empire blows up. Some yeah. of you is making some bad investments in some, like, townhouses in Florida, but mostly it's about being space Nazis. Which, listen, when you... Uh, when you hire a leader who puts literally puts a contingency plan in place to blow up the empire when he dies, like <laughs> you knew what you were getting yeah, into. Yeah, <laughs> like come on now. Literally, there's a whole Star Wars thing called the contingency where the empire, the emperor basically goes, if an empire isn't strong enough to protect its emperor, it shouldn't exist, and puts a plan in place for it to fall apart after and, he and dies. And everyone's like, though, we're cool with that. Here's the thing, well, though, it's is a it, secret, but yes, oh. empires are kind of just like ideas. <laughs> <laughs> They're not literally the 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 <laughs> lands that compose the empire. That sounds great, Tiny Servant. You're dead now. <laughs> <laughs> well, blow up your planet. You live on my weird planet. Looks like a big cubicle. So, yep. Here's how we translate this into the real world. Okay. So the and we I actually do uh, want your opinions. I made my own. Um, <laughs> But I can change. All the numbers are changeable, as they always are. So the average price of a new car uh, in 2018 in the U.S. was $37,560. Of a new car. I know. Average price. But cars are so expensive. The mean is being thrown off by mass outliers to one side. (laughs) The curve bends to the right. Don't get concerned. Cars are so expensive. You can't have less than zero. Yeah. We'll be fine. Also, okay. remember, you don't you don't plop down most people. Don't plop down thirty seven thousand dollars. That's how I intend to do they, it. <laughs> It'd great. be great to That's hold that much money idea. in a hand. Yeah. Uh, As I understand it, most people borrow money to buy a used car. Correct. <laughs> that's a good so, point. And that's what I intend to do. So, like, that's what I'm saying. So, don't uh, don't panic. What's reasonable to expect on a used car? Also, did you guys buy your car new or used? Used. Used. Yeah. Yeah. They're not idiots. What? No. So. What's like yes, the reasonable? financial planner buys a lot of new cars. New cars. <laughs> Elise is a lot of new cars. How the would car I... that we're looking at buying is probably going to be about like eighteen thousand dollars. Eighteen? Yeah. Okay. That's so much money. This that's if we want like it's if we want like this year like used model like from a dealership or something. Okay. Like, yeah. Because we bought a like two year old model with like. Thirty thousand dollars on or thirty thousand thirty thousand miles on it. Thirty thousand dollars in the glove box. And I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember exactly. This is not me being coy. I just literally don't exactly don't remember, remember what much. we paid for it. But it was like, I think it was like 15, yeah. 16, something in that range. Okay. Um, 
yeah, knock a few off for being a couple of years older. So okay. Also, car loans are relatively manageable interest rates. You're trying to talk me down, but I am very sticker shocked. We're gonna pay more than the the minimum payment. I think we'll be fine. Going around being like cars are like ten thousand max. You can get one ten years ago. Yeah, I guess. I mean, they still are. You just not a new one. Get like yeah, you'd get. (laughs) Either a lot more miles on a more recent car, or you'd probably get something like, you know, a 2012 or something. Okay. Um, well, maybe not yeah. that. I don't know. I, I haven't looked at the market in a bit, but you get the sure, idea. Sure, but like, I could maybe get a car for $10,000. You can get a car for $3,000. You're just <laughs> yeah, going to get... How well will you use that car? You're just going to get a 2009 with... <laughs> What's like, a car, really? Like, I mean, if you want something with four like, wheels yabba, and an yabba engine... Yabba dabba do? <laughs> no. no, but in all seriousness, like, you can get a usable, like, 90,000 miles on it, you know... Also, how many miles car. do we expect a car to get on it before it's like dead car? So that depends on the depends make on and the model car. and a lot of other things. But like sure. mine has now close to 40 and like God willing, and I plan to drive that thing till the wheels fall off. Of sure. It, but like I'm hoping to get at least 150 out of it and it's, uh, you know, a Honda. So I'm hoping to get $200,000. Yeah, I was getting dollars I Rule of thumb used to be like 100,000 miles, yeah. but a lot of technological advancements make it that it's probably somewhere between like 150 and two. Okay. Reasonably, I know it'll probably be 150 just because I live in a city which beats up on the car way worse than if I was driving 45 down smooth highways. Sure, especially all day, a city that needs dominoes to fill its potholes. Correct. <laughs> so like here we are. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you I'm hoping my car has more life in it than it has been used, okay. if that makes sense. So clearly you can tell that Liz has lived in a city for 10 years and has never had to buy a car. Yeah, I hate owning one. Yeah. Like I, it's I mean, very it convenient. convenient. I drove here today. I'm glad to have it and need it for the oh, daughter, great. yada yada, but like if if my daughter didn't exist, I would get rid of that car tomorrow. <laughs> then you can hold that over her head when she's older, you yeah. know? Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I'll make her feel guilty about a lot of things. Less. I don't, don't think Dan will be able to pick up the car by then. So. <laughs> he would in an emergency. I'm working on it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the average price of a used car, and this is one of the things we'll have to talk about whether we think you are new or used, is about $20,000. Okay. Still average. Liz will calm down. <laughs> So, so much money. <laughs> what we're saying is 10,000 credits is either $37,000, $37,500, or $20,000. One, It's somewhere in that range. Okay. Because again, yeah. Luke exclaims, I could buy my own ship for that. Now, whether he was thinking buy a used ship or a new ship, he doesn't uh, elucidate. But the point is, he's one way or another, he's outraged because he could buy something for that amount. Sure. Yeah. So we can make that decision. We can pick. So then... <clears throat> What I compared that to is the average gallon of gas in the U.S. in 2018 was about $2.80. $2.82 is what I have. The average miles per gallon were 22, 22.2 basically. Oh, that's better than I would have thought. So if you were to go from San Francisco to Philadelphia, you'd drive 2,872 miles. You go crazy. Crazy. Yeah, correct. But <laughs> so that's you'd basically need about 130 gallons of gas to do that, which means it would cost you $365. Oh. Yeah, surprisingly affordable, honestly. Yeah, really, a dollar um, a day. If you did it in a year. For a year. Yeah, you, you drove it in a year, I suppose. <laughs> so what we have now is in a new hope, 10,000 credits is either 20 to 35-ish thousand dollars, somewhere in that range. In The Mandalorian, 5,000 credits, so half the amount, 
is worth $365. Oh. So if you're going with the 37000 Ish. Wait, but didn't you say it's not enough to buy gas for? It would barely be you enough. Said it to barely buy enough, enough to get fuel from here to there, and oh, okay. I ch- chose a long trip. For all I know, it would be the same as going from Chicago to St. Louis. They don't tell you like when he's taking the job how far away these in relative yeah. planet distances these are from each other. Right? Sure, we don't know if what, he's going like, from mileage or space inner rim to outer rim or what he's doing. Yeah. But like, I just picked a long journey to give it the benefit of the doubt. Right? Sure. Okay. So the point is, if 10,000 credits is worth 37,000-ish dollars, that means that each cr- there's about $3.70 U.S. dollars per credit. That makes sense? Okay. Mm-hmm. If 5,000 credits is worth $365, that means each credit is worth roughly 7 cents. Yikes! So uh, 100 credits, so something that costs 100 credits would have cost $375 in... New Hope. You would now need 5,147 credits to buy that same $375 thing, assuming the U.S. dollar stayed the same. Yeah. And again, this is kind of a well, weird... We're going, seeing as it was a long time ago, far, far away, right. we can assume the dollar stayed the same. Yeah, because it hasn't changed. Yeah. <laughs> we're kind of going oddly between real life and not real life, but you get the idea of trying to show that something that was 100 credits is now... 5,000 credits. Yeah. Wow. That's like barrels full of money to buy bread situation. Correct. So we're talking like some hyperinflation in, in post-war Germany sort of situation. Yeah. But it does happen over 30 years. So as a rate, that actually winds up being 14% inflation. Ooh. Now, that is not hyperinflation because hyperinflation tends to be thousands of percentages. Oh if not tens of thousands of percentages. That's so spooky. However, that's 30 straight years of 14% inflation. Everything you buy gets 14% more expensive every Every year year. for 30 years. And that's assuming that it's happening equitably across that period of time. Realistically, what happens is after the fall of the empire, you have hyperinflation over some small amount of years. That's realistically what would happen. That's fair. What's the, you may not have it in front of you, but do you know the, the difference in time between Jedi and Hope? Between Return, of the, Jedi? Return of the Jedi and Hope? Yeah. Uh, I don't have it in front of me. I want to say it's like six years, but let me, some nerd knows. Hey, nerds, what do you know? He's texting the nerds. Uh, it's four years after New Hope. Four years. Oh. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, probably, yeah, and presumably, and again, I could look it up because all of these are timelined out, but let's say The Mandalorian happens three years after Jedi ballpark. I mean, right? No. 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 We're 30 years in the future. Yeah, we're 30 years in the future. Well, we don't know, though, exactly when... I mean, somebody knows, but... So so you actually don't know when the... The Mandalorian takes place per se. We just know that it takes place before the events of of um, Force Awakens. Force Awakens. Uh, yeah. So that's the thing is there's and there's I believe roughly thirty years between Jedi and Force Awakens. So if we're assuming that it happens the day before the events of the seventh movie, that it's taken thirty years for inflation to get this out of whack, or this could happen three years after 
Return of the Jedi, and it's happened very quickly. Yeah. Right. And again, I'm not quite guesstimating because I know these are close, but like I'm not picking exact timelines here. So sure. Do, 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 do. Old What's Republic. What's the second of the newest movies Fall called? of the Old Republic, Republic era. So there's Force Awakens, Last something, Jedi. Last Jedi, and mm-hmm. then The Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Okay. In theaters this Friday. In theaters this Friday. I'll be there on Thursday. <laughs> like three weeks ago for you, listener. Correct. Welcome yeah. to our time slip. <laughs> okay. Give me a second. There's a lot of the going That's okay. the Clone Wars. We can vamp. We can vamp. New Republic. Era. Um, Here we go. So would you say that you really enjoy The Mandalorian so far? Like, would you give it a letter grade? I'm charmed. Yeah. I, I would say it's like a solid B of like the like prestige uh, prestige television I've seen in the last year. Do you like it more yeah. or less than the current set of movies? I think I like it a little more on average than I've enjoyed the movies. Sure. Recently. What about the original set of movies? Mm, I, I clearly I like the original set of movies better. Um, clearly. Yeah. Um, also, just because, like, I don't believe that. You don't believe in movies. No, no. Um, <laughs> what am I trying to say? I'm trying to say that, like, I think that um, the original set just elicits a, it elicits a different type of fun, but it doesn't mean that it doesn't have a, like, The Mandalorian, like, is definitely engaging, I would say, the same level of enjoyment as the originals. It's just, like, it's not the. Uh, it doesn't touch the same like elation muscle. Well, we're in a different world now, you know. Like yeah. I feel like that the original set of movies was just kind of taking a stab at something kind of new. They're also buried underneath a mountain of nostalgia in yeah. my brain, so like there's no getting past that. That's also, also fair. But uh, I don't think that I actually I don't have that like layer of nostalgia attached because mm-hmm. like I didn't really do much Star Warsing when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. So like. It for me, they seem more fun because they're less attached to their own mythos than the newest things are. Mm-hmm. Because they were making it up as they went. Okay, five years oh, after back? the fall of the empire, so about twenty-five years before before the current events of the yeah, slate of movies. Awakens. So this is taking place shortly after Jedi. 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 Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So presumably, in those five years is when. Ninety-five percent so of this inflation. This is not happens. a fourteen percent per year. This is a yeah. I mean, if I did this over, so I did this over, you know, thirty years. But if you were to do it over five, it's a hundred and twenty percent inflation every year for five years. Bonkers, yeah. but still not still hyper not hyperinflation, inflation. as you said. Not technically, uh, but assuming that it all happened of hyperinflation. But again, it could have all happened in the year after. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So if it happened over, you know, one year, you're talking 5,047% inflation. Which, like, That's hyperinflation. Yeah. <laughs> you hit that. Hit it. And I, it might technically still be hyperinflation at 120%. I don't, I'd have to look up the exact definition. Seems like I think like it has to hit, like, 1,000% or something like that. But either way, this would be, for any developed country, this would be crisis mode, like, people running in the streets, like, Red setting alert. things on fire. I mean, literally, everything you bought would more than double in price in a year. Right? Like Cats so, and dogs living together. I mean, yeah. I mean, it, you know, so do that 
do make of that what you will, but it would not be a great situation. No. You also have to imagine that, like, in something as decentralized as, like, an intergalactic space, like... Wait. Wait. What if they use Bitcoin? No. <laughs> what if Thank credits you for listening are Bitcoin? To <laughs> so I will say the one thing we do know, to kind of Damon's point on what he, I think he was going for there, is we do now know that the Empire clearly does not use a gold standard or any sort of other standard. Like, I said yeah. gold, like, that wouldn't matter in a infinite resource universe, but sure, but they like are not pegging particular... their currency to anything of value and or, I guess, you could still have a gold standard and have this happen if there's no one with which to pay out the gold. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, if the U.S. government had failed even while we were on the gold standard and no one no one was standing at Fort Knox saying, here's your $1 here's your gold of gold, that you've been then allotted. in theory this could still happen, right? But yeah. the point is they're probably not a gold standard and if there was a gold standard give me the movie where right after the empire falls somebody goes to rob that place because um oh actually be really all about that also yeah. i think that their currency should be helmets they have so uh, many <laughs> <laughs> two points for me first i would say that to what dan just said is that when i yes, wanted to include <laughs> and it would be a sick ass movie i wanted to include in what we were talking about about my level of enjoyment is that it is a genre departure that this series desperately needs Agreed. Um, oh yeah that's a good point but um, they needed to make Star Wars not a series and make Star Wars a place. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like Harry Potter, they've eventually made a place where you yeah. can have Harry Potter world, Harry Potter stories in the Harry Potter world without Harry Potter. Star Wars was not that way, and I'm glad they're slowly making it into a place where stories of all sorts can be told. Yeah. yeah. Cowboy oh, stories and this sort of story. Kind of like story. they've done with Marvel movies where, like, it's yeah. a, it, you're of the same universe, but yeah. you don't have to. Well, and, like, Star Wars kind of did it before mm -hmm. in the the forgotten continuity now. Yeah. Um, the, and the Disney stuff needs to do it again. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. In like the books and things? Yes. Yeah. Oh, and all sure. those things where they're like, hey, here's something else that's happening in this universe far away from Jedis and Skywalkers and, and whatever. about Skywalkers. But it's just in this established rules that we've made uh, where not everything has to be like an epic galaxy spanning course of history changing and things can be. And I think they've done a decent job with even some of the, like, spinoffs in between. Like, mm -hmm. the first, uh, so, like, Rogue One is still, like, in the main story, but, like, it's, you know... It's of the story, not in the story. Right, and, like, Solo is a heist movie that happens in the world, but isn't, like, necessarily super tied in. So like You saw that one? Did some, you like yeah. that one? Uh, it was probably, I thought, the weakest of the one-offs, but I still thought it was good, Sure. enough and again i appreciate what they're doing where a lot of the hate that it got was because it wasn't a star wars movie sure which i was like good because they can only do so many star wars movies before they're not good anymore eventually yeah. we need to be able to do star wars as a place we need to be able to do hey here's a con artist in this in established world yeah who doesn't wind up to have force powers five minutes into the movie and that's our whole thing now yeah i would love for them to be able to do that with Tolkien stuff too. Yeah, I think the TV show might do it. Yeah, I'm worried. I'm worried and wondering about that. Um, what I wanted to say, money wise, though, is actually I think Dan kind of clicked in what I was trying to get at is that a it's interesting first that in a post uh, empire society that the people on these outer planets are still using. Credits, credits at all yeah because yeah theoretically they're, they're underneath a new government that the you guy would imagine even says is, like they still spend so whether yeah. that's p 
people still accept them everywhere or there's just certain areas where you can still like maybe the first order still accepts them it's not well the first order wouldn't necessarily exist at this point they would still be out in the unknown regions yeah but you would have to Um, imagine that like loyalist factions would probably be more accepting of it than than people aligned to the republic right now there's like no like galactic government there is so like at this point in the story you have to assume that like Leia is trying to head up the new building the new republic at kind of like the geographic center of the the galaxy though mm-hmm. um, so spread out wide you probably wouldn't have hit but the events of the Mandalorian are taking place like on the, the edge world sure as it were yeah. sure um, but actually to that point this is the last well the last piece I had though we can talk about as long as we want what's interesting so he does not take the imperial credits in this show um, he instead takes he calamari. He just takes enough for lunch, gas, and tolls. Yeah. <laughs> gas, grass, or ass. Nobody rides for free, right? Um, no, he actually takes calamari flan. Which <laughs> that sounds disgusting. <laughs> well, you want to make it even funnier and grosser? Go that on. is the currency of Admiral Akbar's world. Calamari flan. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so make of that what you will. Couple. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Um, Calamari flan. But here's the interesting thing about that. So presumably, right, the New Republic is now the established order of the world. And so you're taking a currency that is at least honored by them because it's a, it's a Republic world, very mm-hmm. obviously. Um, so, like, that part makes sense, right? Yeah. I'd rather, and he actually takes half. In the, that amount, right? Which makes sense. I'd rather get paid half the amount of U.S. dollars than Venezuelan bolivars just pulling something out sure. my ass, yeah. right? Because I know what the dollar is going to be worth tomorrow. The bolivar, I have no idea. It could be worth zero tomorrow, just yeah. the way that country is in turmoil, right? So, like, it makes sense for stable, him to take... Like calamari flan. <laughs> but what's more interesting and kind of disturbing about that is if you're going to run a republic, presumably of multiple worlds... You need an established common currency. Yeah. Uh, so kind of like the EU. No? You need a euro if you're going to run uh, intergalactic free trade sort of republic like you're presumably running. So you at least fact- need something that lets you know what everything else is worth. Right. Yeah. Um, so the fact that this, the flan still exists, <laughs> either means they maybe just adopted that as the whole republic's currency or they're like weirdly at a gap here where they one of their first orders of business that maybe they either have done and it hasn't caught on yet or they haven't done but need to do soon is introducing a common currency. Yeah. Which they might need to then put on some sort of equivalent gold standard to get adoption in the universe. And then once they've been around 20, 30, 50 years and the government is stabilized, then they can take it off that standard very much like the U.S. did once it became mm-hmm. a recognized superpower sort of thing. I was thing. just going to ask if this kind of thing had ever happened in the world that we live in. Like, I guess maybe... All the time. Yeah. Like, but like a, a standardized currency across multiple nations falling apart? Like the like the euro? Uh, I mean, to a certain extent, the... Uh, Rupal did kind of oh, yeah. uh, when the Soviet bloc fell because they kind of didn't have their own currencies and presumably oh, and that, was, that was worth different amounts in different pieces in the Soviet bloc afterwards based on their own and sure. like they couldn't all issue it. So like some of this sort of like nuts stuff kind of happened. 
But you have to keep in mind that that's a relatively new concept. Like common currency. If you think about uh, that's probably something that's really only existed like since World War Two. Well, but truly. like, what about like the Roman like, Empire? I, I don't know enough about that, but I know that like that was based on precious metals, though. Oh, that's yeah. true. Like a gold coin is worth some amount of gold, regardless of where it is. Right now, but I mean they adulterated them eventually. Yes, but, that, but again, the re- part of the reason those coins were worth less is because they started thinning out the actual precious metals within it. Right, sure. so it's worth less because. You get there less, was gold. less gold in there. But okay. as far as like fiat money, like if you think about the time before World War II, like it probably wasn't all that uncommon for like a business to have to keep some some denomination of a bunch of of whatever nations they were doing business within. Yeah. As part of what caused all of the strife of the the conflicts that led up to those world wars is that there was all of this imbalance and unpredictability on like what the and dollar that you were trying cash. to do. <laughs> yeah. And then what the dollar you were trying to do business with was going to cost day to day. Yeah. Well, and I mean, they ran into some of that of like in the civil war or not civil war in the revolutionary war, right? Like oh, one yeah. of the issues the uh, Americans had is they could not buy things when they wanted to establish their own currency. Right. Cause they would come with American currency and, and be like, the merchants fuck is would this? Be like, what am I going to do with this? Right. Like mm-hmm. even if it's worth something here, which it really isn't, but even if it was, I can't take this to France and spend it because what are the they French going to do? What They're going to come to the American government and ask for yeah. goods and services how am I gonna and get they more might not exist in five years. To right. Sell to you. Which is why this is like, you know, the new Republic might have to go on a standard just to basically say like, yeah, even if we go debunked, there is somewhere a warehouse, a Baca or whatever that Bakta that you can come get for this currency or whatever. Of flan. <laughs> <laughs> we keep it refrigerated. It's fine. <laughs> well, I also wonder like calling it a Republic is odd to me because like it does seem more like a Confederate government in a sense because yeah. it does it's a seem series like, of nation states yeah because like they do have like the senate but I that's just say, but like it has a senate like seemingly unified body but that but they it also feels have more like an eu like i mean they're like a like a they all independently run nations that get together to make large decisions well i think if you want to, I mean, this is what the entire prequels are about. Is like the Senate really only exists. Curse you, to, George Lucas. To, Everybody did want to know the economics behind how this worked, and thankfully, yeah. George Lucas was willing to deliver for us and get into complex trade negotiations. I mean, the Senate. What is, everyone was asking for in this series about magic wizards who use lightsabers the whole time. If only we knew more about the inner political workings of this system. I mean, world building is everything, Dan. Yeah. It, literally makes or break breaks a series. It literally does. Yeah. Um but I mean like that's ultimately what the Senate was there for is to like run the economic system. And I think it's more that like the like confederated planets were still allowed to like do whatever like social like governance they wanted to sure, do. Set it your own seems laws. that way. But at the end of the there day there was no military up until the separatist threat. So like they, they were, were a purely forced. economic Yeah, they weren't. Entity. There was no, like, uh, force behind their edicts other than... The force. <laughs> I mean, other than, honestly, Jedi as a small police force and, like, presumably the economic weight of everyone else of, like, you could get sanctioned if you did not go with right, the will of the sem- Senate anymore. sort of thing, which, mm-hmm. you know, then if you're one planet amongst a million and you can't trade anywhere, then you kind of become a North Korea, like, super poor, like, trying to do it on your own. I don't know what you're talking about. The Supreme Leader's doing a great job. (laughs) 
Which one? The Senate one or the North Korean one? The North Korean one. Ooh. <laughs> 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 uh, this podcast public stance is not pro North Korea. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> yeah, let's, uh, I'm I'm firmly on okay with that being our public stance. Um, yeah, so it just I mean it was interesting to me that there still existed a seemingly currency for an independent nation within the republic. Yeah, um, that was more stable, seemingly logically than an imperial credit of a nation that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, because that yeah that country, for lack of a better word is now a part of this unified government and therefore kind of in the good graces of the galactic uh, universe. But weird that it they still have their own independent currency, presumably. Yeah, do you think, like, how long were they a part of the empire that they had, like, how long did the empire last that they adopted this currency? Like, is it possible that they... From episode <laughs> two until <laughs> episode well, again, six. the other thing is, like, so imperial credits... Are imperial credits, but presumably at some point they didn't just start. Presumably there was a unified old republic right. yeah. currency that just probably the credit that went from being a republic credit to an, to imperial, an imperial credit, credit at sure. some point, right? There's well, unlikely that they like, simply instituted an entirely new economic system overnight. since it was a more of a coup and less of a foreign invader coming from nowhere sort of situation. Sure. Mm-hmm. I guess I was just thinking more of like a if the EU dissolved tomorrow, maybe Germany would be able to pick up the mark again or something, you know, like. Yeah, I mean, they would have to do, so so what could happen, and this does have, there's a few places in the world that this exists, is it could also be that there is a different value for the euro depending on who's backing it. Sure. Like Honduras uses the U.S. dollar, and there is a conversion rate from Honduras U.S. dollar to like U.S. dollar. In terms of, like, there's not really, they're the same value, but, like, they buy different amounts. It's kind of an odd, I'm not going to get into the whole Money. thing. Money! Um, but, like, that could presumably happen. Like, a German euro and a Italian euro could be worth a different amount. But then eventually they would probably start getting demarked differently and there would become some common... Demarks into euros. <laughs> <laughs> there would, I mean, there would become some common slang that would eventually be adopted and you'd eventually have and effectively two it. currencies, oh, right? Sure. You'd have a Itero for your, for Italy and you'd have like a, a Geo or something like... Gerrero. Gerrero. Sure, yeah. whatever. But like, and eventually they would like just become their own like things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Interesting. Oh, buy this bread with one Gerard Butler. Well, and I think it's also like, I what I'm seeing here actually is that like you can't imagine that, you know, the the emperor gets thrown in that pit and then all of a sudden, everywhere, like throughout this decentralized galaxy is like cool. We're part of a republic again right, and now. They just, like, throw their right. Money away. There's like there's like probably years of civil war that arguably like we're seeing play out in the new films as oh, well yeah. where like there are a bunch of competing factors Warlords to, and whatever yeah and yeah basically how much something is worth probably depends on is the news gotten there who do they think is yeah. going to win what do their suppliers still take who do they do business with right because if like you're primarily doing business with the first order Imperial credits are probably great. I mean, yeah, then they good. cover that a little bit even in the prequels where, like, he tries to pay in Republic credits in a non-Republic world in the Outer Rim. Uh, and Watto's like, yeah, don't those don't spend here. Like, yeah. no good. Um, How that weird, that weird guy. 
which I thought was super interesting because, again, I think everyone enjoys the prequels really get into the economics and politics <laughs> of really the situation. really in there. <laughs> if only I would have liked to see, and I think the reason that the prequels do get panned is because everyone, I think, agrees that there's not quite enough supply chain logistics covered. <laughs> um, but I really feel like I would understand economics so much more. I mean, if you've I'd never been to the carefully. you've never been to the breadbasket of the of the galaxy, so you don't really know how those uh, you know what's in the hearts and minds of those voters. The flyover so, planets. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You know, guys, this sucks. <laughs> so is Baby Yoda currency. Guys, he has a value. He has a value. He's a value in the hearts and minds of all Americans. <laughs> well, that is also oh, that's true. Also true. <laughs> but that's a real world thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, man, I did not expect this one to go there. No, we went <laughs> yeah. hard and deep. Yeah. Sorry, I. Uh, but it was very interesting to me. Again, yeah. doing the show long enough, as soon as they was like, "Yeah, that only spends for this," I was like, mm? <laughs> "Say what? <laughs> oh, you don't say." <laughs> I like that very much. Did you guys ever see um, George Lucas in Love? It was this like short film that came out like 10, 12, 15 years ago. Um, about it's like Shakespeare in Love, but it's George Lucas in film school and like all the like coincidental things that he sees that like inspire him to write Star Wars. It's very charming. And the guy who plays George Lucas does look like a baby baby George Lucas. I'm interested in that. It's really cute. I did not. Yeah. I have not seen it, but I would. I think I would watch that. I think it's like a 15 minute video, and I'm pretty sure it's on YouTube. So check it out. To be fair, to look like a young George Lucas, you just have to be a little confused and let your beard grow out. So <laughs> have dark curly hair, yeah. wear glasses, <laughs> call it good. <laughs> but yeah, that's adorable. No, this is a great one. This is why I oh, wanted to start got this all show. Buzzed. <laughs> yeah, no, this is great because like you know the the money ramifications are like like. Like with real life, like money is only so interesting until it starts like, having impacts, having impacts yeah. on like the way that people live their lives. And like putting context, behind it's it is important. Interesting. And in, like the because like I you never know like how much like a screenwriter is thinking about like these things when they're like, well, we're going to have them do this on this planet. Well, and, George like, Lucas this thought is about it a lot. such a deep well that like I can't imagine that there's there's got to be like a researcher or a writer or whatever whose like job was to be like okay what's a reasonable amount for him to get paid and like what is the implications of that because this is not an IP yeah. with a Disney money behind it and everything else and the amount of history and like tracking that that they're willing to just be like uh, it's worth I don't know who cares like they no that's a good point doing... they call a currency flan <laughs> <laughs> But like there is like the Star Wars dramaturg who's like has to yeah. sit there and be like, this is probably what would happen based on the Ooh, googling I've like done a about. Job. Yeah, economics. I mean that's what I'm saying. Like you, there's there's probably literally Star Wars both economists and historians that like get and they're the tens get consulted before they make new things. And like to think about that is baffling, but I'm sure it exists because oh, yeah. otherwise the nerd rage would just be off the charts. It's crazy that like, you know, it's hard enough to quantify, like to write down and catalog all of regular human history to think that we're like spending this much time and effort cataloging and making sure we're getting correct. Well, George like, R. R. Martin up. has like yeah. historians. He consults about the things that he made up whole cloth. I think about <laughs> that and like Tolkien and like and this like. 
there's all these worlds that we spend a lot of time building like Bibles around that like an alien race that stumbles across us is going to be so confused. Well, I've <laughs> like, told you. So when did Middle Earth stop? <laughs> and all the libraries are going to collapse and they're all just going to be laying on top of each other all <laughs> intermixed. Like, I don't know. <laughs> well, I told you, I will never forget the day that I was halfway through the Samarillion kind of like, this is interesting, but like kind of dry and then going, wait, I don't read world history books and For I'm fun. just reading a history book about some made up bullshit. And you threw it out a window. <laughs> no, then I read the rest of it. Uh, anything else, guys? No, this no, is great. Good. <laughs> this is a good one. You made Damon very happy. <laughs> I live to serve. <laughs> thanks for listening to Make Believe Money. I've been Liz. I've been Damon. I've been Dan. As always, thanks to our darling Charlie Miller for her music. Catch her at charliemiller.com. Or if you're in the LA area, check out. She's, you know, around doing shows. Go see them. Uh, email us your thoughts, feelings, and um, tell me about Baby Yoda at makebelievemoneypodcast <laughs> at gmail.com. Just watch the damn show. I guess. <laughs> Um, and then rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts or your podcatcher of choice. Uh, if you mention the promo code SWEET, you'll get a big smooch. <laughs> this is a thing that you're writing a lot of checks these couple episodes. We have to decide what a smooch is. You're going to have to cash. Because at this point, I don't think it's a kiss. It's not a kiss. Yeah, and um, one big smooch. <laughs> I think it's worth approximately three ca- uh, calamari flan. It's definitely yeah. worth at least one calamari flan. <laughs> Although I will not make that for you. That sounds like it would stink up my kitchen. (laughs) Uh, Okay, we'll see you next time. Bye!